Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha, and today is my birthday, guys. Oh my God. I know, I know. You're like, bitch, why are you recording an episode on your birthday? And I was like, I just wanted to go ahead and do that because I'm waiting for, you know, things to open right now and it's quite foggy outside, so I can't really do anything because basically... Today is like the solo day for me, of course, until later, because then like, of course, my like, you know, family and, you know, husband and everything will be out of work and friends and stuff. But um, I already received one of my birthday gifts from my friend, which it just, oh, you guys, you don't know how much it means to me when someone just knows me so well. It like, I want to cry. I want to cry because it just shows that they listen to what I say, the things that I enjoy and like and everything. So I appreciate that. My husband gave me one of the most sweetest, sweetest, you know, speeches about me and how much he loves me. And I just love that Scorpio man. You guys, uh, he is my Scorpio son to my Pisces moon. And I just, uh, he's just amazing. I am so blessed to have him. Like, seriously, I can't thank him enough. And, you know, I'm getting all these texts of happy birthday, which is amazing and it feels well you know it feels good and so because of that like even the gym the gym gave me a free Gatorade a free drink because they have little bottle drinks in there and I thought that was amazing um but um one of the things that you know I I woke up like I of course first thing you know I got up I prayed and thanked God for letting me see this new age, this new, this day, you know, being able to live another year, you know, I mean, some people aren't blessed to open their eyes on their birthday. Some people, you know, it's just, it's, it's very sad. It's very horrible that that happens to people. And unfortunately it's part of life, but you know, I was one of the ones that was blessed to be able to open my eyes on my birthday and I cannot thank God enough for that. And so I had like, I did like a 20 minute meditations today. I did a 20 minute of myself being grateful, calling in, you know, stuff like today. My theme is just to receive. And that's what's been happening because I set that tone early this morning that this thing today is going to be me allowing myself to receive. And I've been receiving. I've like I said, I got gifts. Um, I got, you know, a free drink. I even got a free drink at the coffee shop. So you know, so far I haven't paid for anything, which is amazing. And it's good to set intentions like that. Um, if you want, you know, of course, and today I'm also going to get myself something, you know, nice if I find anything out there. And that's kind of what I do since, you know, my birthday falls on a weekday. Um, I kind of like this. It gives me a time to explore what I want to do and, not have to worry about taking too long or too slow, which is something I don't really have a problem with, but I sometimes feel that when I'm with other people, I don't want to drag around and be selfish because I'm not on my own time. I'm trying to share time with others. And so today I just want to connect with nature. I got me a free, uh, matcha with coconut milk. Um, I just, I just want to enjoy myself and just connect to my intuition and, I already wrote my intentions for this year, which is I'm excited for, you know, um, not this year, but for my, you know, the age that I am, because it's not like it's New Year's, but it's what I want to accomplish as this age. So, um, it's a lot of things and 
I feel excited. And I, one thing that I did put is I'm deciding to take the stage, meaning not like I'm going to go on Broadway or nothing, but (laughs) meaning that I'm ready to step into the leadership position. I'm ready to put myself out there with no fear, no nothing, because really I've been holding myself back in fear of, well, I don't want to be judged. Well, someone's going to judge me whether I'm doing something good, you know, like they think that is good or not. So why hold myself back? I can allow myself to shine my light by being me and being open and being unafraid of who I am. And I'm ready to take that leap now. I'm I'm not afraid anymore. You know, of course, I'm a little nervous. It's not like I was just like, oh, it's gone, you know, but I I just, I feel it. I feel it's time for me to do that now. And also, um, speaking of that, I meant to mention and while I was asleep, I felt like I was like, I, like my body got an upgrade, you know, it almost felt like a level up. Like I felt this scan of energy and it was like good feeling energy that just went from the crown of my head down to the soles of my feet. And it just felt like, like it was like a sealed, like, okay, you know, like body upgrade, you know, like, um, and it felt good. That's all I was like, wow, I feel like like enhanced, put it like that, I guess you can say. And so I also did a carpool today and it, you guys, I got freaking chill chills, like every hair stood up on my arm. And basically what it was is I got the card. Um, and this is wonderful because the pictures on the card obviously are God and Jesus. And I got both of them are God. One of them has Jesus up there. And, um, and if you want to know the thing that I'm using, it's called the uh, Lightworkers Oracle. Um, you know, if you feel like you're a light worker, like I've mentioned up here before, I know that's my path now. Uh, so I felt very drawn to them and I love that deck. So you can easily use it um, if you want to uh, get it from your local like magic store, I guess, metaphysical store. But the card that I pulled is trust the plan, trust in the plan. And this basically means that I'm on the plan. I don't need to try to force anything. I don't need to worry. Right now is my time to just allow it to happen. You know, God has it laid out, all the blessings, all the abundance, everything. I just have to trust, you know, in moving forward because he is right here with me is basically what that card meant. And then the next one was eternal now, meaning that, you know, right now is my time to receive, which I thought that was amazing because, you know, I, I was, I went on my Instagram and I was talking about, you know, my, my intention for the day is to receive. And then I managed to pull that card after I said that. So it's basically saying that it's my time to receive and allow myself to receive, allowing myself to be present to receive, meaning not focusing on, Oh, what I'm going to get, you know, tomorrow or, Oh no, um, I wish I would have never did that, you know, in the past. It's not about living in the past and not about living in the future. It's about focusing now and allowing your abundance and your, your manifestations to come to you now and you being open to receiving it. And so the last one is called cosmic, cosmic heart, cosmic Christ. This means that, um, I am in a state of Christ consciousness because everything that I do, my heart is wide open. And I've told you guys since the beginning of Libra season, I was very connected to rose quartz. Like my heart was just fully open and it it enhanced that. It's like, I just felt love for not only myself, but, but for everyone around me and even people I didn't know. 
And so with that said, it's saying that I am basically moving throughout uh, my space of um, coming from a Christ consciousness, which as you guys know, Christ has um, divine love and compassion for everyone, no matter what. And that's exactly what I said I'm doing is I'm moving through, I'm moving through the, uh, the rest of this life, you know, with love and compassion, not only for myself, but for other people. And also it means that right now too, I meant to mention for the first card that I am in a state of an upgrade. That was the other thing. I'm. That's why I had chills that I am in a state of my transformation is, basically happening and is really beneficial for mind, body, soul, and spirit. And so all of these combined is basically everything that I have been feeling within myself, feeling the transformations, feeling, you know, you know, like a presence, you know, I've been really like ground, I feel more grounded. I have been working with a gold chain obsidian as well. So I've been feeling more present and grounded because um, I have a tendency to kind of like live like, you know, in my head sometimes or, you know, I'm not really um, present sometimes. Um, I'm like visualizing sometimes. I, I don't really, I, to be honest, I don't even know how I get from point A to B in my car. Because a lot of times I don't even know how I got there because I'm like visualizing like visions and stuff just come in my head and everything. So um, they usually call that like highway hypnosis that the reason why you don't crash is because you're unconscious or something like that. Uh, mine has been that route before. So it's like autopilot pretty much. And so, yeah, it's, it's crazy, but, uh, that was my card pull for my birthday and I made sure to save it because I thought this was a beautiful card pull for me. But the reason why I'm recording again is because I mentioned that, I wanted to tell you guys how I was reading this book and um, it was talking about um, different kinds of moon waters and planetary waters. And I was like, wow, like this would be very beneficial for you guys because, of course, we're all about learning together. And of course, I want you guys to heal, too. You know, it's a wonderful kinds of water that are great for healing the body. It's related with uh, medical astrology, pretty much. The book is called Astrology and Your Vital Force, uh, Healing with Cosmic Rays and DNA Resonance. So um, I try to do like my little notes, but it, it was just too complicated. So I was like, I kind of want to read you guys directly from the horse's mouth. Um, so with that said, since this is the moon aspect of the... Um, podcasts we're going to focus on moon water because they have all kinds of different waters which one of them I am going to also do but it'll be later probably and that is um they have gym water and it's like it's kind of different from the usual but let me take a sip my throat's kind of dry okay but yeah somewhat kind of like it kind of reminds me of elixirs but like I said like it's a little bit different because it has more of an inten- intention, even deeper attention, intention than what some of the stuff I have read on. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and jump into uh, this book um, and about the, you know, the moon waters and all that good stuff. And so um, 
yeah. But of course I want to plug my crystal store. Um, please visit Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy. Uh, again, there is, I believe, 15% off, either 10 or 15% off of everything in the store. Um, that is going to be up until the end of Libra season. It's a Libra season sale. Um, so hurry and shop that because Libra season ends on Saturday and Scorpio season begins. So it will be finished on Saturday. So go ahead and take advantage of that sale. I have stuff for home decor up there if you're not interested in jewelry. And then I also have crystal pendants that I wrap. Um, I have mentioned time and time again, you know, because I've been so busy with multiple things. I am tomorrow's my last day at the program. So now that gives me a little time to be able to focus on my business stuff. I have jewels galore that I have here that I need to wrap. Um, I'm also learning several new wrapping techniques. I'm learning how to weave with wire, which is not fucking easy. So that's why I've been kind of like a little behind on doing like actual pendants and been focusing more on home decor. But um, these are going to be definitely more elegant looking uh, pieces. I'm trying to get rid of the stuff that hasn't sold. I'm, some of the uh, items I know are favorites of a lot of people. But I'm wondering, is it because it's the way it's wrapped that people aren't buying it? Because I find that weird that hundreds of people are favoring it, but no one hasn't really bought it yet. And I'm thinking of redoing that one. It's the actual purple Labradorite. So I'll let you guys know when that happens. Because at the time when I wrapped it, I only knew one way to wrap. And that was just like basically with one <laughs> with one um, wire. And so, yeah, that's... Um, now I know like three and almost a fourth um, way now. So... Uh, yeah, I'm going to redo some of the ones that I see that are popular in there, but I think that the way it's wrapped, um, which I understand people might be worried that they might lose it or something like that. So, although it's, I, I make sure to tighten the wire on it, but I understand. So I'm thinking about rewiring that one and then, um, yeah, so go ahead and take Uh, take advantage of that because I'm pretty soon going to be taking off majority of like the really the stuff that's been up there since I opened which was on the Pisces new moon I believe in March of this year so I'm going to be getting rid of some of those probably selling those in person to see if maybe someone will want it then um yeah and I'm working on like new sites um I actually just joined another platform but I haven't got a chance to do any photos for it um yeah so I'll keep you guys posted but yeah just go on uh the Etsy site of course and type in a-l-a-r-i-e-s-k-y-e jewelry my store will pop up please don't use google because it will not pop up on google you have to do it on the Etsy site so and happy shopping if you want to shop you know purchase something support your girl um yeah so all right All right, so this chapter is related to moon and it's called moon water and moon sign influences. So this is all about, we all know about the full moon water, right? But this book goes into the fucking depths. That's why I wanted to uh, bring it to you guys' attention because I think you guys will benefit from it as well as myself. When I read it, I was like, oh, I have to share this with, you know, with the community, with the Charming Libra community. So I think they would all love that because obviously I'm sure we are all astrology lovers and we love to use things that 
um, will enhance, you know, anything that we can. These are a lot of like ancient medicines and stuff. And, you know, although people are like, well, ancient people died early. I get that. I do. But they never had issues with like, and I get that they didn't have like scientists doing research and all that, that well then, but you still didn't really hear much about people having like obesity issues, heart disease, cancers, and all that shit. So obviously they were doing something right, right? Right? Most of it was like, you know, from the common cold and stuff, they, you know, like diseases and stuff, not so much like fucking, you know, being overweight and not moving, you know, sitting in the house watching TV all day. They didn't have that, so... A lot of these people had to do horseback and walking and, you know, stuff like that. They had some carriages and stuff, but I'm talking before then. Okay, so first one it says is moon dew. So it says collecting moon dew for various purposes is an ancient custom, possibly hearkening back to Druidic and possibly Neolithic times. There are several websites and articles devoted to moon dew, its collection and uses. So... I tried to do that so I could have lists for you guys, but I, like, I couldn't find shit. So, um, if I will do more research on that and perhaps I need to look on something else besides Google or something, I don't know, but, um, I couldn't find anything. So that's why I was like, I'll just use this book. Cause I was going to try to gather different informations and stuff like that. But yeah, so it says, and also, um, if you don't, if you don't, you know, Druidic is like, it's a European, um, people who lived in Europe, I know that much. It says the Druids and other indigenous Europeans have long traditions of dew collection. It is possible. This is a worldwide technique, but I've not completed research on dew. However, I've decided enough to whet your appetites. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. I've included, whoa, Tasha, what the fuck? Okay, it says water was worshipped by the Druids and used by them for purification. The Welsh uh, peasantry told sacred, hold sacred the rainwater which lodges in the crevices of their cromlechs or altars. And the Irish proverb to take a dip into the Shannon was seen to show that its waters were held in the same superstitious reverence as those of the Genghis by the natives of Hindustan. I'm sorry if I'm butchering some of these words, guys. Um, They're, you know, I've never heard of it, so I hope I'm saying it right. So I apologize if I'm not. The Druids uh, besprinkled themselves with dew. Then they went to sacrifice. and And it is a belief amongst the English lasses that those who bathe their faces in the dew of May Day morning will have beautiful complexions. Okay, so it says, obviously then, dew was sometimes gathered specifically for time imbued essence. May Day being a traditional favorite. Moon dew can also vary from full moon water and planet water. If the object of dew becomes that of extracting the essence of specific herbs into the dew. One could easily write a book exclusively about the collection types and purposes of moon dew. A good source on the web is Tefer Burgess collecting dew drops. I also looked this up, could not find it, but I'll spell it. Maybe someone else might have better luck than I do. So the, his name is spelled and I'm, I'm serious. T E P as in palm tree, H Y R last name B U R G as in good E 
SS. Okay, so Tefer Burgess is what I got. And it's called Collecting Dewdrops. So if you can find it online, kudos to you. (laughs) Because I could not find it. Um, It says there are many other methods too. Some unique to alchemists. For instance, some use sheep's fleece to gather moon dew. Um, Yeah, so... I wouldn't recommend that. Just, you know, um, I mean, if you know what you're doing with that, by all means. But disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. I am not an alchemist. I don't, I'm not a chemist. None of this stuff. This is just me relaying what this book is saying. So you can take it or leave it. Be safe, please, with anything you do. Don't just jump in and be like, well, the book said, be careful. You know, things aren't as pure as they were like back in the day so be warned with that but it says no whenever you gather dew from planets I mean plants you are gathering herbal essence further imbued with the sign element or planetary essence of that time should the moon be undergoing conjunction with the planet at the time of collection so plan moon dew collection with a careful eye on astrological time essence These will influence your results. So basically meaning that you want to, if I wish that, you know, like I would go into aspects and stuff, but make sure you do the, um, a chart for the day that you plan on doing this. Why? Because as mentioned, this says it's best to do it on when the moon is conducting basically another planet pretty much, right? Um, or it could even be a sign, you know, and the reason why is because a conjunction creates a very strong energy. You do not want to gather water. If you're trying to catch that essence and the energy of that, you know, of the moon sign element and everything that it said, you do not want to collect water (laughs) when the, when the moon is square Pluto or it's squared, um, fucking Neptune or, you know, like, et cetera. You, you just don't want to do that. So make sure you do a chart when you do that kind of stuff. Cause yeah, you definitely don't want to be getting negative energy as well as fucking like solar eclipse or like lunar eclipses, like chaotic energy. It says basic do collection tips. So you may want to grab a pen or a pencil here so that you can kind of write this down. Uh, so if you want to create this, which I'm going to, um, you will, um, you will know what to do. So it says gather just before sunrise in waxing half of moon cycle, meaning the waxing time of it, right? Not the waning waxing. And that means when the moon is gaining light, not light leaving. Okay. So you may wish to select your moon sign carefully Yet be even more alert as to the close aspects the moon is making at the time of the collection. So again, you know, you can choose the sign you want. It it, it can be like, I don't know, the Scorpio moon, the the Gemini moon, whatever moon sign you want to do. It can even be your own moon if you want to. Um, But make sure that when you do that, you, you know, you're watching for the aspects. If it's having a whole bunch of squares and 
Quinza, 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 I can never fucking pronounce the word, but if it's not anything that's extremely positive, especially like you want to do conjunctions, um, trines and, uh, trines are cool, but conjunction is the most powerful and sex styles are nice too. Um, but you want to make sure it's making like all that kind of stuff, like some conjunctions some trines, some, some sex styles. You don't want like all this negative, like, like squares and stuff like that. And all those squares are not necessarily negative, but it's just an energy you don't want because that means you're drinking an energy that's going to be challenging that you're going to have to really challenge yourself to get through. Why not just make it easier on yourself? Right? Like I would love to do like, for me, I'd probably do something where the moon's like conjunct Neptune or something or, um, conjunct, uh, let's see, like Jupiter or Venus or something like that. Cause that way, like if it's conjunct Neptune, you know, spirituality and intuition, you know, things coming, you know, things that are, you know, kind of like, like I would say like not artsy, but, um, yeah, it's just very like more intuitive, like enhancing intuition and spirituality. And then like I would do Jupiter cause hello, Jupiter is the abundance planet, the growth planet. So I would definitely do that depending on the intention you want. So that's why, of course, make sure you're looking for, you set your intentions. And if you're like, let's say, like, for example, if I want to do, let's see, if I want like abundance, um, growth, prosperity, luck, I'm going to do the moon where it's conjunct Jupiter again, because Jupiter is the planet of luck, abundance, and growth. If I'm trying to call in, let's say like something more aesthetic, perhaps like love or beauty or creation, I'm going to do it when the moon is conjunct Venus, right? If I've been stagnant and not know what the fuck to do with my life, I'm probably going to do it more so on the moon conjunct Mars so I can move my fucking ass and, you know, take action. So basically like that, you know, just do it like that pretty much. All right, so it says, um, do not shine a flashlight on the plants you are collecting dew from. Do not use metal because traditionally the herbs dislike it. Store in amber or dark blue containers with a sufficient amount of brandy or organic gran- grain alcohol. Let me say that again so I don't mess someone up. Organic grain alcohol. So be aware of that because if you are gluten intolerant or something like that, you don't want to do that. Because for me, I'm allergic to uh, rye and barley, pretty much like um, not good stuff. So I have to be very aware of that or intolerant, not allergic, really. Okay, so it says store well away from cell phones, computers and all other EMF field generating devices. That you that that you or your friends in all probability keep constantly around you. So yeah, you don't anything like it mentioned cell phones, computers, stuff that generates that kind of energy. You do not want your herbs and your moon water around that. Let's first understand different types of moon and planet related waters and their purposes. So here's a list of types of moon and planet water, you guys. So of course we just got do, done with the moon dew. It says moon dew essence of herbs stones. And our astrological conditions are imprinted into the dew. Astrological frequencies are selected and included in the date selected for dew collection. Uh, the next one is full moon water, which we all know and have heard. It says time in a bottle gathered 
under full moons of a select zodiac sign to capture its vibrational frequency of that sign for later use. Moon planet water gathered at lunar conjunctions of planets to capture the vibrational frequency of said planet for later use. There are multiple variations. Planetary water, it says, visits Burl Payne designed a device for collecting the light of the sun and specific planets and water into water. However, Payne's fascinating experiment logs did not control for zodiac sign or seasonal frequencies. So that's a different chapter that I will probably um, add later. And the last one is gem infused water for transferring cosmic rays of planets. Um, this is also another chapter that I'll have to read you guys. It says the Jyotish tradition states that specific gems concentrate the color light frequencies of their planet. These are transferred to water in the form of tinctures. Okay, so those are the five different ways you can make moon water. Isn't it crazy? Because we only hear about one of them, right? So... Um, they also have one about making sun water, but, um, I'll probably do that later on since we've already surpassed the sun sign and everything else, but this book is like amazing. So it says how to make moon water. It says there are many methods. First choose a zodiac sign or full moon or planetary conjunction that best suits your purposes. The list on the pages below will serve you in making your selection. The best times are when the bright moon is visible in the sky, full if possible. However, if your need requires to collect moon water under a sign or planetary conjunction, at a time the moon is neither visible or full, worry not. Lunar emanations exist at all times, not only when the moon is visible overhead or full. When possible, avoid EMF fields. This is now nearly impossible and undoubtedly interferes somewhat with efficacy of all the cosmic ray essences. Traditionally, one could gather moon water directly from pure rain or from safe stone hollows. Be careful in your area as some regions measure excess radiation in their rainwater. A silver bowl or cup could be used because silver is the moon's metal. So, yeah, if you... um. Uh, you know, like certain things, certain planets have, you know, metals that they rule and the moon is silver. So, you know, when, whenever I wear moonstone, I try to make sure I wear a silver chain because it's like basically connecting to the moon. Um, and also, also remember that, um, you know, when it says that the moon doesn't have to be exactly full in the sky where you can see it, it can be like if you use it for conjunction or planetary water, it can be at any time, basically. Um, as far as the areas of collecting water, that's going to be very hard for us, especially in America, because man, oh man, do we have all this mess around us. And um, that's the hard part when it comes to that, because it's like, the only thing I can think, and even rainwater for us, because I remember one time, I can't remember what it was, but I had something th uh, out there, and it, it had rain, a little rainwater in it, because I had collected it, and I drank it, so I was like, oh my god, I can't believe you did that, and it tastes weird, it tastes like not natural, not like natural water, it tastes like there's like a chemical in it, and so um, I was highly recommend not to do that again, so... I don't know. We will probably just have to find another way, I guess. Or, I mean, if you know what you're doing, just as it said, you can follow what this says. But for me, to me as an American, I feel like it's going to be kind of hard for that. 
So it says this, it says a silver bowl or a cup could be used because silver is the moon's metal that's the most receptive of all metals to lunar frequencies. Ideally, the moon should reflect into the water as in a mirror. Oh, okay. So basically, like you set it to where like the water is showing the moon and direct that image to the bowl of water. Optionally, use the DNA of the person for whom this healing water is intended. Oh, okay. Place a strand of hair or other non-fluid DNA into the water to imprint your DNA into the process. Okay, that's interesting. Officia um, step, once bottled. Oh, this is in officia step. So don't forget to add your own DNA or if you're making it for someone, their DNA. Once bottled in dark glass, add the appropriate amount of grain alcohol to prevent pathogenic growth. Moon water collected in your most harmonious seasons or more specifically deacons. And if you don't know the deacons, it's basically like certain times of, um, I need to get into that too. I forgot all about that. But um, it's basically like, let's say, so I'm a Libra. At the beginning of, if your birthday is, let's say, is from the, the beginning of Libra, like, um, September 23rd to, I don't know, um, let's say October 5th, your deacon is Libra. So you'll be a Libra Libra. If you were born somewhere like within the middle of that, um, you're going to be a Libra Aquarius. Deacon, Aquarius Deacon, so you'll be a Libra Aquarius. And if you're born at the end, like I am, you'll be Libra Gemini. So Gemini is your Deacon, so you'll be Libra Gemini. So it's very interesting. And it's basically like the answers to like when people say like cusp signs, like there is a cusp day, like when the when the sun is changing into another sign, but that doesn't mean you're you're a Virgo Libra. It just means that you're really going to have to have a specific time um, of birth because you could end up either being a Virgo or you could end up being a Libra. So um, it's like the best way to explain that is like I mentioned my ex. My ex is born when Gemini and Taurus, when when the sun leaves Taurus to Gemini. Okay, for the whole time, if you don't do his time, like in the actual, you know, horoscopes, he is going to be a Gemini. But once we did his time, we found out he's actually a Taurus. So, um, yeah. So you got to really have the time of birth if you're born on a cusp day. And the same with my moon sign. Moon signs, you don't necessarily need a time unless the moon is in the time where it's going to be in two signs. I'm one of those who had to have the exact time for me to find out my moon sign because the moon was in Pisces and then it switched to Aries within around the noontime of this day of October 19th. So I, um, I had to be, um, I had to have this specific, uh, time unless to know it. Okay. So it says, um, moon water collected in your most harmonious season or more specifically deacons will, as the famous TV chef Emerald says, when adding spices to his dish, kick it up a notch. By including your best son's frequencies too. However, in a pinch, one can make it as needed in any month of the year. So it says, moon water for for bodily healing. So this is kind of like the one that I want to 
get into for that. Okay, so um, let's see. Okay, so it says moon water for bodily healing. Um, moon water collected when the moon is full in various signs may be used to alleviate, alleviate symptoms or pain occurring in the bodily regions associated with these signs. For your convenience, a handy list of body sign associations is included in this chapter. I can see no reason why a new moon would not work just as well as a full moon for gathering astrological frequencies. However, avoid the, the very late basalmic moon or exact dark of the moon unless you are getting rid of something. The late phase moon diminishes growth and things are going back as, if, as, as it were to source. Balsamic and dark moons are not best for replenishing the vital force. One so often observes in personal born at these times a lifelong struggle to maintain high vitality. If one requires the energy of a specific sign, use the days the moon transits through it, making sure as the moon is making no unwanted aspect for your purpose, nor conjunct your natal south node or that of the patient. For example, because Taurus rules the throat, some Tauruses, some Taurus full moon water for throat inflammation. Some use, oh, okay, some use Taurus full moon water for throat inflammation. Emotional and mental conditions would naturally respond well to moon water being condi conditions tradi traditionally associated with moon problems. The list of zodiac signs and their associated bodily regions is included below. Another list pertains to emotional correspondences and moods associated with each zodiac sign. It is possible that moon water works with greatest efficacy on neurological symptoms of an acute or immediate nature and also upon our emotional mental states. The, the tincture can be taken under the tongue and or rubbed into the hollow at rear base of skull the medulla region, over the seven chakras and between spinal vertebrae, the solar plexus, the lower abdomen, down through the gluteal fold on the palms of hands and soles of feet, and on the other side of the ankle bone in the Achilles tendon. So from what it's saying, it's saying that it's weird because in the other one it says the moon doesn't have to be full, but then obviously it seems like you don't really, unless to maintain your vitality, you need the light of the moon. So I don't know why it would say that you can kind of do it at any other, um, any other time, you know what I mean? But I get it. It says if you have to, you can, but obviously you don't want to do it when, um, yeah. So if I had to look this up, because I forgot what the balsamic moon is. And it says a balsamic moon is said to occur when the moon is less than 45 degrees behind the natal sun. For example, for example, if a person has a natal sun position at 10 degrees Aquarius, then a balsamic moon will occur when the moon reaches 25 degrees Sagittarius. Oh, okay. So just, yeah, so basically don't, don't do it on that particular time. Okay, so it says body part, zodiac sign, correspondence, and moonless for healing. So below are five useful lists helpful in selecting dates for making moon water or collecting moon dew. The first three lists are conflated. Um, one, general moon sign, action through the 12 zodiac signs. Two, body correspondence for each sign. The moon pulls fluid and vital force to these regions when she transits through them for two and a half days each month. 
Three, monthly moon sign influence on health and surgery. Four, moon phases for treatment. Five, moon, moon's health influenced by transit through the four elements. A good astrological calendar will bracket the precise times of Luna's motion through each sign for you. Be sure to always adjust all times to your own time. If your, if your calendar does not include this, adjust for you. Um, no, additional and more complex listings for body sign correlation are found in Cornell's Encyclopedia of Medical Astrology. I want to get that, but um, yeah. Um, also, I wanted to mention... Uh, and I feel like now I'm having a brain fart because I was just, I know a lot of this stuff that it just said, and like, I'd have to read the whole book. So, um, I can't do that. Um, so really take into, um, into thought about that. If you want to learn more, you can always get this book. It's called the astrology and your vital force. But, um, also, um, what I wanted to say is, a moon calendar, I mean, not a moon calendar, but an astrological calendar. I, I regret that I didn't get it for this year, but I got it for 2020, which is interesting uh, that I, I still have it. I still kept it just for that reason, because that was like a, you know, a year that is going to be down in history. And I bought it for 2021. I didn't get it this year because I felt like, um, I don't know, I just didn't bother to get it this year, but I am definitely going to get it for next year. It's called the Honey Collective, Honeycomb Collective, I believe. <clears throat> Let me find it so I can give you guys the um, actual, the actual, um, let me see, the actual thing so that you guys can get it too. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry, my throat's acting crazy. Um, it's a great, like... I think you guys would love it. I really loved it. It's like a whole ass spiral notebook. It's and it has how your whole chart it has your whole natal chart and then how like every single thing is going to like every day it tells you like how the planets are moving, the aspects with the planet. It's very useful and I think if you're going to be doing this, which I want to, I'm definitely going to go ahead and do that. So, um, it is, the thing is called honeycomb.co, H-O-N-E-Y-C-O-M-B.co. I'm not sponsored, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, but I highly recommend it because I used it before. Okay. So it says Aries moon action, hot and dry, bursting forth, enhances action, fight, courage, gumption, creativity, spontaneity, assertion, independence, increases desire for masculine movement, and independence stimulates adrenals. Um, well, yeah, so, um, I guess I can go ahead and do that. Well, actually, I don't know, because we all know how, uh, we all know the parts of the body that each of these um, signs uh, do, and we know the action of each planet. So I think what I want to uh, concentrate on is uh, the moon phases for treatment. Um, if you don't know the sign, you know that each, uh, the sign, each sign rules the body part, so that would be the best way to... Uh, 
work with that and you can easily find that online or listen to uh, previous episodes to be honest uh, because I did like the um, season two I believe season two um, I did um, wellness episodes and those would tell you like what the um, sign rules and you know what you need to look out for so I highly recommend listening to those because uh, it's more a little more thorough <clears throat> but moon phases for treatment it says the waxing moon nourish absorb strengthen add to body build grow first quarter is best for energizing effects and second quarter is strongest for ripening effects best for planting and harvesting crops especially if above ground best half of moon cycle for transplants and transfusions to avoid rejection see note for full moon um, waning moon expels purges cleanses fast remove parasites perform removal surgeries fourth quarter is strongest some traditions hold that waning moons are best for both planting and, har- and harvesting root crops. Others feel that one should plant all crops in the moon's waxing, but harvest the root crops at waning. See note for new moon. Full moon swells, bursts, concludes, fulfills, pulls fluid to the bodily region of the sign of the full moon or is opposite sign synthesizes. Avoid surgery 48 hours before to at least 24 hours following. Unless physician advises otherwise, lunar eclipses are triple strength full moons especially if total and all the more so if visible in your region so balsamic slash new moon forces turn inward enhances tidal pull avoid surgery 48 hours prior to at least 24 hours following um, unless physician advises otherwise solar eclipses are triple strength new moons especially if total and all the more so if visible in your region okay so that is it, you guys. That is just something I wanted to let you guys know because I feel like it's important and I'm definitely going to be using it for healing, of course. And, you know, like some goodies probably for some friends and family once I, you know, figure out how to, you know, like collect water, you know, the right way or either I just might use my own water and like probably cover it, but then have it where the moon is showing that way it's healthier because I just don't trust getting it off logs and I can add my own herbs because, you know, I have like raccoons and all that kind of stuff that come around in my yard. So I got to be careful with that. But I love you guys so much. I hope this was helpful and, you know, something that was interesting to you. Uh, please uh, leave a um, rating on Apple. It would just be nice to know like what you guys think of the show, things that you would like to hear, things that maybe you don't really care for. Um, just be nice. Don't be, you know, don't have to be rude. I don't mind constructive criticism, but we don't need like extremely negative comments, um, about stuff. Um, you know, if you can't say something nice, don't say it at all. There's a way of telling people they need to do better constructively, not being an asshole. Uh, other, other than that, I love you guys so much and I'm so happy that I'm able to talk about my passions with you guys And we learn together and all that good stuff. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I'm going to go enjoy my birthday. Love you guys so much. (laughs) Take care.